Check, check. Am I on? You guys hear me? Is that coming through? Check. One, two, I one, hear, two. I hear Troy. <laughs> Who's blowing into the mic? I'm just getting this dust off this motherfucker. That's it. Are we good? Is everybody happy with where we're at? Sound like, quality? No, I mean, how our distance from the mic. Does this, yep. do yep. you like where I'm at? It's been a while. It's Who just, are you? Let's check it. You know, we're always about quality, audio quality here. Sounds like Troy's on point tonight. I think we all sound good. I think good. we're I think we're ready to roll into good. this. You got five beers lined up there. Sure do. Damn. Play the fucking music. Welcome back to another edition of the Sip and Serve podcast, where we sip what's cold and serve what's hot. My name is Clay Roll, a.k.a. Rolls to my right. I got the board man, Corey with the K, Troy Pierce, DG, and Uncle Buck are in the building. Boys, it's been a long time coming. Two months since we've recorded our last episode. Everybody out there is wondering, what happened to the Sip and Serve? Where did these guys go? Did something happen? Did they get into a fight? What happened to these guys? They put one out every week for 2.5 years straight. What happened to these guys? That's what they're all wondering. Let's just address the elephant in the room. It was my fault. You know, we've been off the air because it was my fault. I'll go ahead and say it. Contract issues. It was a contract renegotiation issue. Um, my contract was up. So the Christmas episode was my last episode on my then current contract. And the so, 2022 year. Right. And so we were, we had your representative and mine had meetings in early January and talks just kind of fell through. I mean, I, we weren't happy on my end and I held out. I mean, I was the original co-host of this shit. Yeah, you're damn right. And then he comes along, and he, you know, he moves into town. He's here all the time. I get that. I can't. But I'm still ice. My title was still original co-host. Yes. He was like a fill-in co-host. He's yeah. a, like a JV co-host yeah. over here. Yeah. And so I, <laughs> I felt like I needed to be compensated appropriately for that, and that wasn't happening. Hey, let's, let's face it. There's a lot of breadwinners out there that ride the bench. And that was me. I was making more bread than you. And you were pissed. That's the thing. I think it, everything got crossed whenever DG, you started doing like the every other week thing, which me and you talked about, which it was fine. You were signed on to do every week, but you said, hey, man, I'm going to try to do every other week. And I was like, okay, that's fine. We're not going to take your money away from you. No problem. Buck's moving into town. Maybe he can fill in for you when you're gone. And then all of a sudden, Buck kind of like, kind of filled in permanently. He snick, He snuck in there. On your spot. Yeah. And that kind of pissed you off a little bit. And, I mean, and it all kind of fell apart here in 2023 at the beginning. And he did well. He did really well yeah. filling in, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, I mean, Buck, he did a good job. He really did. I'm not going to put anything against Buck. And I don't have anything against him either. I mean, he had a couple of good moments, but he also had most of the time was pretty shitty. And I'm a Hall of Famer. I didn't I didn't just fill dude, in here. I filled just in at the house, up. too. This dude just got called. He had a hot a hot couple of weeks in trip, AAA and got called up yeah. recently. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Hall of Famer over here. I'm hitting above 300 lifetime over here. And I felt, again, I felt like I needed to be compensated appropriately. A little disrespected. 
I did feel disrespected, but you know, I'm just, what I'm most happy about is we got it all worked out. We can put it all behind us. Everybody's can, getting compensated. Everybody feels good. Uh, hate to hold it up like that, but it had to be done. Well, and uh, just looking forward to the future with this organization. And, the, you know, the next big hump that we got to get over, I got you and Buck and Corey the K signed through 2023. That's that's big for us. But I'm still waiting for my I was about check. To die. I know, Troy. That's what I was getting ready to say. <laughs> Troy, Troy's coming up here at Bay. And it's, I mean, I feel like we're going to have to drop a bag on this motherfucker. What is it? <laughs> Sam, we're going to have to drop a bag on you to keep you. Yeah, 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 yeah. We we need to work something out. I mean, after hearing all this, um, so we'll uh, talk after the show. Well, I mean, my thing in Troy's defense, like his his rookie deal was a bottle of old Granddad. I mean, that was it. And you know? sunflower seeds. So I do feel like he deserves a little something extra. Well, the thing is about Troy, man, he shows up. What is it? Once a month. Troy shows up on the podcast, but every time Troy shows up, it's a goddamn banger. So I feel like he's a fan fave. Yeah, he is. So I feel like he deserves to be right up there with the co-host and me and Corey the K. I mean, I feel like Troy deserves to be paid like a full-time fucking podcaster. Couldn't agree more. So Troy, we, we're going to start working with you. We're going to get with your agents and, you know, come the beginning of May, we'll, we'll try to get you a contract in writing. Yeah, and I, I won't even negotiate anything spectacular or anything like that. You're just going to sign it and fucking yeah, move just, on. And maybe it'll be like a part-time ordeal or something. Well, once a month pretty you, part-time. Are you willing to take below market value? Oh, probably will, yeah. That's God a team damn, player. That's a fucking team player. But anyways, guys, we are glad to fucking be back. It's been a long time coming. When we played our intro music, I had chills. I could see you had some chicken skins. I, I had chills on my... my Hair was standing up on my arms. I feel great right now. Feel absolutely spectacular. I've been taking notes over the last two months, and this is what you guys have missed. So we've probably missed what eight episodes, probably give or take. These are the topics that we would have covered. The Bengals got screwed. The refs love Mahomes. Marty won the fantasy league. I got last in our sip and serve fantasy league. Barstool officially sold for $500 plus million. Study shows not being horny enough can lead to an early death. Lisa Ann fucked Young Gravy at the AVN Awards. Young fucking gravy. Walgreens is slinging dildos and butt plugs now. The horse on Snapchat are unreal. The thong is one of mankind's greatest inventions. TSA confiscated an anti-tank rifle. Female cop gets gangbanged by the whole department. Louisiana now requires a government ID to watch porn. The masturbating walrus. Kevin Durant got traded again. Woods handed out tampons. <laughs> Troy loves Miller Lite. I am a rat on Xbox now. DG deleted his whole social media. The trains are derailing. UFOs are being shot down. I bought a pocket pussy. <laughs> but there's really only one conversation that we're going to have tonight and that is me and Uncle Buck are going to be fathers yeah we finally did it and now we can officially call this podcast the Podfathers 
How you feeling, Buck? I'm a little shocked. I like the name, the Podfather. The Podfather. It fucking hits me real hard. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a lot of work done, right? Yeah. Yours was a little, I wouldn't say easier than ours, but. It was, though. It was. We can say that. Miracle. We did two. We did two. Yeah. Uh, you eyes. And it worked. You guys did, I don't even know how many. You can tell the story. No, I'm not going to tell the story. That Just the doctor said my dick was too big. He said, just put the tip in and shoot and you'll get pregnant. Really? Yeah. That's so what that's what happened. I was shooting past. The mark. Yeah. i haven't heard that yeah no but really i mean your story is incredible you guys went through all that i mean there's millions of people out there to go through what we do that's why they have that you know i just want to provide just a little bit of background in case listeners you know may not know the whole situation but you know uncle bunk uncle buck and mrs uncle buck went through the iui process Five. Five. Five of those. And I think that's the top limit. Uh-huh. And had some struggles before then, obviously, that led them to that point. And you found out that you had conceived 100% naturally without the IUIs. Am, no, I, am I correct? No, that's that's absolutely incorrect. Okay, well, we'll, we'll cut all that. <laughs> no, we're going to keep that. Oh. But so that, I, that is IV, halfway IVF, true. IVF is when you go after the IUI process. See, IVF. Yes. That's what I was thinking. So they retrieve her eggs at some point, and then they pretty much let those bake for, you know, two or three weeks, the embryos, until they turn in the embryos. After, you know, we've been in the cum closet for how many times? Like livestock being drawn down for slaughter. It's horrible. And then there's a transfer process. So when that takes place, you have X number of embryos. So before the transfer process, my wife and I got pregnant naturally. Which is wild. Before they put your... Before they actually needed the actual IVF process. So which the IVF is, they put that egg inside of her to fertilize. The transfer, yes. Exactly. They didn't need the transfer. They didn't need it. I, I finally figured out how to use this cock thing. This this thing you call a penis. Yeah. Yes. And it fucking I've worked. F- finally figured out how to use it. But you got this paying rent or whatever. You got that on the back burner. Those eggs or Oh, the the eggs. That's a right? good... That, I mean, that's or a, your, your semen or whatever. That's a great thing. No, that's not just the semen. That's the actual embryo. The, the, there's a baby waiting to be put. Oh, okay. Three so, of them. So the next time that they come around and say, hey, we want to have a kid... They might be able to choose naturally, girl or boy, or natural. See, so uh, if you have trouble naturally, that option's available. Yeah. To you. But here's the thing: it's like putting your money in a bank. You right. have to pay a fee. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're you're paying that. So each all embryo, years, yes. Each embryo is an x x number amount of money per, per month. month to that, keep. To and keep. that's where I was saying the rent rent charge. Yeah, rent really. charge. Oh yeah, it's <laughs> absolutely definitely a rent charge. So I got unborn babies. I'm paying for. Potentially. It's not a bad thing. It's not. I mean, it is, you know. It's a backup plan. The light at the end of the tunnel type deal. Yes, yes. 100% worth it. I'm just, you know, the faith of a mustard seed, they say. Tickle to death. Yes. Because that's been a a year process, maybe? It's been, I'd say, every bit, year and a half, two years. Uncle Buck, I'm happy as fuck for you. Yeah. So, my story... I mean, it's basically the same thing. I didn't go through near the trouble that they did. Me and my wife, we literally did all the, you know, the processes. We've been trying to get pregnant since we got married in 2018. Wow. 
the first night she was off her birth control when we got married, and I I punched it. I punched my ticket that first night when I said I do. I punched my ticket, and I thought, you know, maybe this next year it's going to work. Dude, it's 2023 now. It took us five years and a lot of, you know, different, a lot of trying, a lot of practice, which, you know, practice makes perfect, guys. I mean, shit. Well, and it paid off. Yeah, I mean, finally it did, but I didn't do it like Buck did. I didn't, I didn't learn how to use my dick like he said. Overall, I don't care how it happened. That's your sperm. In there. Exactly. That's my sperm. You did that. 49 million. That's a, that's a, that's an army. And I'm not going to forget that number. 49 million. The first time I went was 17. The second time was 49. And for some godforsaken reason, I told my wife on the way home, I said, 49 million. I don't know why I love that number so much, but I think this is it. And she goes, you know what? I feel so much better this time. The first time we left and we're like, oh, that didn't work. Like that was just awkward. It sucked. When we left there holding hands, I said, you know what? This time I I really feel it. And she said, I do too. And by God, it fucking worked, man. Call it good vibes. It was fucking unbelievable, that feeling. I just, I don't know what it was, Buck. I really don't. But that time that we left that day, that she got pregnant, I was like, I, I think it really did work. So I want to hear from both of you. Like, take me to that moment when positive test. Oh, dude. I tell you what. Take me, take me to that moment. Take me to, to those feelings. Buck, I'll take the lead on this one. Dude, I was at work, and I knew my wife was going to get the test results that day. And I said, don't contact me while I'm at work. I said, just tell me when I get home. And I knew right away whenever I was walking to my truck for lunch, and she knew I was on lunch. I got a phone call. And as soon as I seen her name pop up, dude, I'm going to get emotional right now. As soon as I seen her fucking name pop up, I was like, I know what this is. I know it because I told her not to contact me, but she couldn't help she her couldn't fucking help self. It. She couldn't excited. fucking help herself, man. She's like, Clay, Clay. I was like, I know why you're calling me. I know it. That feeling, DG, when she told me, I knew it. My heart started pounding. I was like, you're not, you wouldn't call me if it was negative. Right. You wouldn't. But man, that, that, that first phone call, I'll never forget when I was walking to my truck that day. It's a great ever, memory. Ever. I'll never fucking forget it. Ours is a little different. Like, he had it scheduled. They were going to call him. We still had like a week and a half, two weeks before she had a transfer date. So, they were going to move the embryo from, you know, a lab to her. So, you were looking at... I had no... A, you, you were looking at like possibly several weeks of really finding out anything. Exactly. And then she smacked me in the face with this shit Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve? Christmas so Eve. She knew before you did. Like she was holding. Was she, knew, she holding? She knew it? an entire week before oh, I did. Yeah, wow. that's how. Wow. My, that's how my wife was. Wow. She, she didn't tell me for. It was maybe over a week. And the thing is, is our dog Lola. She like, she was giving Haley hints, like laying on her belly and just being more, I guess you know, protective towards her. And Troy and his wife were going to pick us up for dinner the night that she found out, and she took seven tests. Positive. Seven? Seven. Making, Just to make sure. Making damn sure. Before we went out to eat. So, like, props to her. For to being able to piss that much? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> but to hold it in. Like, you're with your best people. Yeah. You just got the greatest news of your life. Yeah. 
how do you hold that in? And then, so a week later, Christmas Eve rolls around. She, you know, gave me the greatest Christmas gift ever. Did you cry? I laughed hysterically <laughs> like a joker, man, because it was just like, we did everything ass backwards. Right. Like right. we paid the money. And that, but that, that's how, that's how the merits function. It's, I, I think it's God's timing too. I just feel like it's, he knows that, Hey, maybe you weren't ready at that time. I mean, I'm still not ready, Troy. Yeah, look at me, but yeah, yeah I we'll know, I know there. what you're saying. We'll get there. You I'm going to ask for father advice. It's kind of crazy though. You think about it because me and Buck have told our story, like what we're going through the cum closet, you know, all that talk. And then me and my wife are due three days before him and his That's wife. That's wild. That, three that, days. That There's a chance. Too. There's a fucking chance <laughs> that they could be born on the same fucking day. I mean, they're going to be in the same hospital. In you the guys are going to be in the same hospital? Absolutely. That's same awesome. week. <laughs> you, guys, same. you guys might be next door neighbors. We just might. Like, Clay and, and I would, is going to be drinking Bush Light while they're, and, like, you know inducing what? labor. We might even fucking go live. Record a podcast while it's happening. Now, are you oh, going to be in? Are you going to be in the room? No. Well, I was going to get to that. Okay. But Let's, really, isn't that neat though? I mean, because you guys grew up together. It, I mean, you talk on. about God's plan, and then everything, everything just comes together at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's get into it. This is what this podcast is going to be about. Welcome it's, back, it's, listeners. It's really deep. This is the Podfathers podcast. <laughs> We're talking all about family. We're talking about you know everything here. I'm having a boy. I found out. I found out about two weeks ago that I'm going to have a little boy, and I could not be more ecstatic. DG and me, the, we you got You guys boys. got little boys. I mean, yeah. they're going to be running ragged. I mean, it's going to be a fucking blast. I man. hope to God I don't have a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't need three of your swinging dicks coming to her. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, you know, so the thing is, Buck, you're not finding out, correct? She's actually holding me hostage. Like, this is the worst possible feeling I feel like you can put towards somebody that's about to have a kid. So, did you, so so you find out right this minute? Could I? Yeah. I mean, I don't know who oh, I could call to find the out. The doctors know. Yeah. The, oh, she's, they, thir- she's like 13 or 14 yeah, weeks in. The doctors know. Okay. And I'm pretty sure my wife is afraid of me to go with her just for the simple fact I might slip like a couple Benjis to the technician to just like blink twice if it's a boy. That's the situation right now. So let me ask you this. Maybe not a question you know how to answer right now, but you go you go in every so often for your checkups, right? Like throughout and they always have that the ultrasound up. That's but they, always part of it. They so. already she, Haley's already told him, "Hey, I don't want to know the gender." So are you just not going to look at the screen? Like cuz sometimes they, you can see like a little ball sack up there, a little, you know. Yeah, like our you our last tell sometimes our last one, like when it was later on, they told us not to look type of thing. But you're you better be looking. I mean, I if don't. If you want to know, you should look. She might not even tell me to go to the ultrasound because, like I said, like it's I'm going to be eagle eye on that monitor. I might not know what the fuck I'm looking at, but I know a dick when I see it. <laughs> you know, especially if it's got a dick like you, <laughs> big old hulker. <laughs> We don't have to tell everybody about that. Uh, I'm just, uh, I don't know. I I want to know extremely bad, but then I get where she's going. Right. Like it's it's that expectation and, you know, the surprise at the beginning when, which I don't, I honestly, guys, I don't know if I can be in there. Okay. So I was going to talk about that, but let me tell this quick little story first about how I found out it was going to be a boy. Uh, 
we went and got tested, you know, obviously blood test and everything. And they were supposed to tell us within seven days. Well, we're on day like 12 and we haven't heard from anybody. And they got this like app now that they always send your results to and everything. And we're like, man, no results, no nothing. So I finally just said, you know what? I'm getting kind of worried. Like every, something's wrong here. Let's just call. Let's call and just see if they have them. We did. And she's like, oh, yeah, I got the results right here on the computer. I'm just like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> I'm just like, well, why wouldn't you tell us? You know, parents, we're fucking worried. You know? Just like waiting second by exactly. second by second. Like, like, when is this call coming through? And then you call them and they're just like, yeah, we got yeah, it. Yeah, we got it. He's worried about his kid before, no he's even, before he's even here. That's what I'm saying. I'm just like, well, what the fuck's going on? Why haven't you told us anything? So she called. She found out, obviously, and she called me once again. But they, they told her before you, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. So and you haven't had an ultrasound? No, we we had the ultrasound, but we also had blood work because it was so early. You couldn't tell from the ultrasound, so we had to take the blood from the mother and figure it all out, genetic testing. You know, and, that, and that's pretty accurate. That's all good then. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Genetics, everything's are good. See, I don't know how that shit works. I'm still at the beginning stage. And she called me as soon as I seen her fucking name pop up. I said, "You know what? I know what this is. I know what it is." Because she knew what I, she knew. I wanted a boy. You know. What did she want? She didn't care. She didn't care at all. Which I, you know, I really didn't either. I really didn't at this point. You know the struggles we've had. I didn't. I don't care. And, but and, and she but, knew deep but, down inside. Both of your case, you wanted a healthy. It didn't matter gender. You're at that damn point. right, Troy. You're damn right. You hit that on the head. Like if they would have had like four heartbeats or whatever on that pregnancy test, I would have probably said, "Oh shit." Yeah. I'm just happy that it's happening. You, like you're damn right, Buck. So she called me, and as soon as she, as soon as she said Clay, she was crying already. She goes, "It's a boy." I'm, I'm telling you, I just let it all out. I said, oh, fuck. This is it. This is what I've been waiting for my whole freaking life, man. Yeah. Just to raise a little Rolski. Little Rolski. You know, that's all I've ever wanted, man. That's wild. And it just happened all in that day. And then, I mean, dude, the emotions just blew, just blew out the fucking roof. Yeah. I think, I, thinking back to when my wife and I found out what we were having, and again, girl or boy, you know, you're going to be equally as thrilled. Yeah. But I think like once you get that news, it suddenly becomes way more real. Like that's not just like a little blob, like a little human blob floating around. It anymore. changes. That's a little boy. You know what I that's mean? That's a little girl. You know what I mean? Like It changes it, the way you're going to do right, things. It, it, they, they like part of their personality just started developing. We're going to have right there. Barbie houses or we're going to have, you know, Little tight dump stuff. trucks, yeah, and everything, dinosaurs, yeah. yeah. I mean, it just it changes. It really does. Now for Buck, that's going to happen. The moment at the exact <laughs> same moment he I'm becomes a father. Yeah, see, yeah. that's that's and, horseshit well, in my I, opinion. I went. That's down, a lot to take in at one moment. And <laughs> I I went down that road as well. I didn't find out. So you didn't know what was popping no. out. Yeah, I did so not. You got you got a support system over here. I did not. I, I mean, look how I didn't know the gender. You painted the room neutral colors. Everything, you know, the baby shower, all that was, you know, the neutral kind of gray, blue, yellow type of thing. And um, I like blue and yellow. I remember that, yeah. I love that. You know, all the colors that could go both ways. And then when we, we had him, that's when we found out. And so it, it was a boy. 
do you, what do you do you have do you have a feeling what it's going to be? I mean, I don't have a preference, man. Like we no, said, I didn't like ask that. I, I have. A, do, do I have a feeling? Do you, what do you think it's going to? I be? think it's a hundred percent boy. You think it's a boy? I, I think it is too. I really do. If he has a boy or a girl, it really doesn't matter. No, it does. <laughs> okay, let's just say you have a boy, Frankfurt. We teach them how we grew up. I mean, you, we got fucking bicycles. We got scooters. We got the gas station. Everything's still in place the way we grew up. And if we could just recreate that. Yeah, well, your son's not coming to my house for Titty Tuesdays after the bus stop. All right? Oh, fuck. The as long, por- as, long the as porn you're... Hubble, the iPads. So think about the iPads that these kids have now. We didn't have that shit. Think how easy it would be. As long as your kids aren't wrecking the, the internet for this part of the state. Then they're, they'll be doing better than you guys. They got doing. fiber now, so the fiber will be harder to wreck, but I think we could do it. Let's talk about the pregnant wives. You guys have both been there. Buck, me, and you are experiencing it now. How about the late-night snacks? Me and DG kind of had a little conversation about this this week, actually. He's like, how's your wife doing? I'm like, oh, yeah, it's good. He's like, hey, has she asked you for late night snacks at all she got any cravings yeah and i said well there's been a few times we've had some sour candy some you know some um ice cream here and there and i said well he goes how about late night ice cream trips i'm like oh dude we're stocked up on ice cream we're on the triple brownie right now what about you buck you experiencing any you know late night trips anywhere have you ran any errands yet i mean i wanted to ask troy like you didn't know the gender obviously is there like a certain you know spicy food that she craved more than maybe sweets because i'm trying i'm doing my most he's, to try to figure out to investigate what, what the hell's that my child's going to be because this is this is sabotage and hostage situation um she she ate a ton of strawberries i don't so she had more of a sweet tooth i think oh shit oh, so fruit type of thing i don't She's not after the fruit or sweet. She's but. after everything, boys. <laughs> Does she? I really, I really thought that she ate so many strawberries that I thought, man, the kid's gonna be a like, what do you call it? Like aller- a seed head, uh, allergic to strawberries. That happens. I, I don't know. I just thought because she, she ate so many of them. I was like, it's fair thought. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't my child be? I mean, just how about you? I mean, when you. DG, when you were pregnant, like how was the snack life? Like, were you running fucking errands, or I mean, the first? What so, do I have to look forward to? Like, me and Buck are in the beginning stages. I mean, I'm here. already going to our like the three dollar station. We got the Family Dollar, we got the Dollar Tree, and the Dollar General. Yeah, that's that's our main go to, and I'm going to every single one of them looking for fruit bars. Fruit bars. Fruit bars. Okay, so fruit bars are good right now for I, your wife. But whatever I take home to her is fantastic. Yeah, if it's cold and delicious. I mean, it doesn't stand a chance, guys. It's gone. I mean, maybe the, with the fruit connection. I mean, uh oh, uh oh. And she can we were, try to guess what it is? She she wasn't like overly sick. She she did get sick a few times. She hadn't been sick maybe once. My wife has. But they they yet. say they say with a girl they say you're just overly sick, and it sucks all the beauty out of you, right? Yes. Well, Haley's. As beautiful as ever. Oh, she's glowing. Good job, buddy. So, kiss that ass. Kiss that ass. Hey, I, I'm I, gonna. We think it's a male. Then. I think it's a dude. I think it's a girl. It's the law of averages. Boy, boy, boy. Yours has to be a girl. Jesus Christ. Oh, that's a Frankfurt gangbang. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Don't say that. Sorry. I mean, sorry. <laughs> yeah. 
You're gonna I'm not going to be the one that punished. Your little shits are coming to my house asking to take her to Burger King at Western Avenue at 2 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. That's popular back in the day. I think you're in for it, bub. <laughs> Shit. Joy, you, you really you think it's going to be a girl? I do. I think he's talking off his ass. What, what did you think it was? Oh, I think it's I think it's a boy, hundred percent. So boy, boy. I, I mean, there's no other way to go. I'm not going to lie. The fact that the rest of us have boys, I I kind of hope it's a boy. Of course, you know, if it's a girl, I'll love her this just the same. But I think it's I think you're having a girl. And we got a couple buddies having girls at the same time. So yeah. either way, he's he's got some frankfurt buddies that he you know that they can mingle with hang out with yeah. that's for sure so let's talk about the hospital room guys whenever these women are giving birth you guys have experienced it how was it tell us all about it i want the details were you okay i was okay yeah i never i never felt like oh shit i can't handle this that that moment never came but it was i mean of course there's like a ton of anticipation you're going to be thinking up until the day it happens about it and like what that's going to be like. And it's not, for me, it wasn't quite the same, but it's a surreal experience. You don't really, you you don't really believe it's happening while it's happening. Me personally, having seen the whole thing and holding the kid at the end, I was so proud of my wife, man. I think you, I think you guys will experience that too. Like, You'll be more proud of your wives afterwards than you've ever been in your entire life. Yeah. And I think it'll probably make you guys both have a deeper appreciation for them and like what they go through and like what they went through to to bring that life into the world. I mean, I I know that's heavy and deep. It is. But but that's how I felt afterwards. But you, Troy. Yeah, same. I mean, they they go through uh an extensive um process i mean it's nine months of hell really it is to to make the child um and and dg's process was uh a little more even deeper than mine um we we even had a planned date so i knew we're having the kid on this date so i i I like that that hey this is you didn't know the gender but you knew the date yeah because he he was scheduled at this. They were going to pull him at this time. Now, if the water broke beforehand, we would we would go. And she had a scare where we ran up to the hospital. She thought and she just farted. No, and shit her pants. No, we <laughs> we had sex that night. And <laughs> I think it was just extra lube where she thought. Oh, she was uh, really she was really feeling it. It was uh, you cream hey, her. The water broke. You but cream pied her. It was just. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's, that cervix is real you soft. Cream pie, yeah, cream, said- cream pie, and the lube. Just maybe that was wow. Well, so that helps. <laughs> no, but but yeah, for real. When your wives get close, like that, when that date gets close, that's supposed to kind of stimulate the process. Yeah. Just so keep like, that in mind. Well, if you if you need the if like say the baby is in a certain spot, and I'm sure they get pains when it gets a little larger in there. What moves it? Like what gets the baby to move to get the pain away? I don't know. I'll be I'll be dead honest. Seeing the baby move in there kind of creeped me out a little bit. Yeah. Like she would want me to, hey, put your hand here. You can feel the baby kick. And like oh, I yeah. I would, I would. And I you know, I feel him. I feel he's in. But I wouldn't get too into it. <laughs> yeah, like, like, you know oh, what, yeah. bud? Yeah. I'll check you when you come out. Yeah. Like you know? this is kind of weird. And so, we when we were having him, 
um, she she had to keep turning back and forth. Like they put some like what do you call them to register the heartbeat inside of her uh, ultrasound, like stethoscope. Well, like cords they'll stick inside and like put it on the the kid's head. I don't know. Anyhow, they're they're like monitoring the heartbeat while she's in labor, type of thing. Yeah. So, when the heartbeat, when I'm in there for the labor, the heartbeats you can hear it yeah. on the screen, or and it may drop. Like it's scaring the shit out of you. Like where's the heartbeat? Like, oh my gosh! Like is my kid not gonna make it? Type of thing. Like, like it was stressing me out. And then they have to, the nurse runs in, they have to move her. Okay, the heartbeat comes back. It's like, oh, whew. So it's kind of stressful. Wow, yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. No, you guys, that's something you guys need to be aware of because I, that's a great point. I, for, you know, I kind of forgot about that, but you, they got, they got your wife hooked up to all the monitors yeah. and they also got the baby hooked up to some monitors. And every now and then, you know, it's just that beep, beep. Yeah. But then sometimes it'll just drop off for a few seconds and you're like, what the hell's going on? It could just be the baby just turned and the mon the, the sensor's not picking it up. It's not that big of a deal if it happens. So just be aware of that going in because that freaked me the hell out too. Yeah, when I don't hear the beeping anymore, it's like and you the nurse comes running in like and then flips her over, okay, now we're good. We're in a good position. But and that could be like, hey, it's not picking up the heartbeat. You know, it's not yeah. perfectly on its head or what, whatnot, but it scares you. It's like, dude, I got to get, like, I left at one point. She wasn't ready to have him, but I left at one point. I was like, I'm stressed out. I got to go. I got to get a sandwich. See, I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can, can you be in the delivery room? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So that's what I wanted to ask. Oh, you mean Did, like, you mean like, no, not, no, not, I know not, I can't. Are you allowed, but yes. Do you have mentally, do you have what it takes to be in there? So did you guys actually see that baby? Did she ask for me? Oh yeah. Oh, that. I was vagina. right there with the nurse. We had two nurses at the time. So you it's were a long process. watching your child come out. Yeah. Like I seen the head coming out. Jesus like, Christ. Like I'm talking to the nurse. It's like, Hey, when are we going to call doc in? And it's a woman doctor, but it's like, <laughs> it's, it's right here. Like when we call him now, a couple more pushes. Like whatever, all right. It's 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 so right you were second guessing the nurse. <laughs> well, it's, she it's was like cool. an Uber for baby deliveries. But I'm just you got to like, call and like it's it's ready to come out. One more push and it's it's in our hands. Like, and she's like, no, nah, no. Nah. She's educated, so she knew. Like, a couple more pushes and we'll call her in. What about you, DG? Were you in there that moment that that thing? I was. In? I was in the room. I was right next to my wife. Did you see but it? But I couldn't. I couldn't, I, did, I didn't, I didn't want to. Okay. And I couldn't, I didn't want to see any of that down there. So like I was. Up top. I was standing right next to okay. her Okay, so you and Troy had different experiences. Yeah. So the nurse had one leg, I had the other. And we're both. <laughs> you have oh, the limb of the baby. He's standing there like oh, man, in I a guess, triple threat I thought position. it was supposed to come out like head first. Ready to grab it that is. thing. It's head first, but maybe I was into it. Like, honey, you got it. One more push and. <laughs> he's caught it. He's, right a he's, a, he's an offensive coordinator, they, is what he is. They called the doctor in and a couple pushes, and doctor delivered it. But until then, nurse had a leg, I had a leg, 
And it was like timed. Game time. Yeah, it was like timed to, to push fuck. it. Do you imagine Troy could, in that situation? You could see the head kind of push out and then it kind of sucked back in. It was oh, like, fuck. No, fuck. It, no, it was like, it was like you gained two yards and then it went back a yard. Look like a high stakes football team. You gained three yards, it went back two. Yeah. Like it kept inching out. And it was like so close. He was, he was prairie dogging for a while. Yeah. yeah. See, so, I can't. I'm not going to be able to handle that. Well, I, I hate. I, I hate blood. I don't think you. You're not going to be able to handle it at all. Yeah. You. You want to stay as far back as See, you can. Let let the let the entire family in that delivery room, and I'll stand outside the door. Hey, you know, I, I talk a big game. I talk a big game. Like I'm going to be that guy, like Troy is. I'm going to be up in there. I'm you're not touching, that baby. But once I see that. And that vagina swell up and that head come out. I said, boys, I got to fucking get the fuck out of here. <laughs> so there's no way I'm going to be able to do this. I that, said, that's you know what, you're grabbing you know a what? sandwich. Yeah. I said, you know what? I'm going to check out. I'm going to tap my mom and her mom one. in. I Give said, I'm going to head on out. You know, before you guys went into the delivery room, was there any thought in your mind like, hey, I need a six pack or I might need a shot of bourbon, Troy? I, I I really didn't know what to expect. I mean, honestly, because you said you had that set date, so you knew the time and yeah, the day. I, Did you prep yourself like I'm going to go in here, ease the nerves a little bit? I'm going to have me a cup of bourbon or anything. Nah, I didn't. We had breakfast that morning. Our appointment was at ten, so we went and had breakfast up there in Columbus, and then she delivered over at Riverside. Okay, and. uh no, I didn't drink any. And How about you, DG? Thought, did you did thought, you eat it? Did you ease it? I mean, did you ease it at all? I mean, the thought that like during, the thought definitely crossed my head. Like, damn, I could use a beer right now. I mean, because you're tense the whole time. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Are they calling you names that you've never been called before? Like no. you motherfucker, oh my! Yeah, no, no, anything like that. They they didn't call call any names, but like. You hear sounds come out of your wife that you never heard before. Oh, jeez! Like it's like Christ. a it's like a primal, like a primal kind of sound that like a like a I can't you can't I can't explain it. It's like it comes from like like she's possessed. It comes sort from of like prehistoric times, man. Oh, it boy. just comes from nowhere. Oh, boy. I don't know if I'm ready for all that. It, it's a lot, and hey. but but like our our situation was tense, probably I, a little more tense than. And an I, average, and because, I had I had an easier situation. So my wife's pushing, and it wasn't yeah. probably screaming or nothing like that. There was a situation where the the heartbeat was getting lower, and they wanted to put the sensors on his head, like go in and put those in there. And uh, when they were trying to put those on Jones's head, that's when she was very uncomfortable. She was like hurting. It was uncomfortable. She was crying. Like it was like just not a good situation so that at that moment i was like man she's getting hurt like she's crying it was just like this is not a good situation and you had those i mean maybe not that particular situation but similar yeah yeah you you Where went, it's not going as smooth as it could you went yeah, through you know, like, some struggles yeah, there are there are some difficulties I mean, yeah. nobody wants to see the the person that i love the most go through that much pain right. so when you seen that you're like i need to do something to step in, what what needs to what needs to happen for her to feel not as much, you know, pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're helpless at that point. I yeah, feel you, like you got to rely on the nurses; they're professionals in that position. So, and that's where you just rely on them, yeah. and and you got to trust them to know, to do their job. It's they do it multiple times a day, every day. 
you know, and so you guys got to trust they know what they're doing. I want to ask you guys a few things here. So when that baby comes out, first time you hold it, do you think it's like fragile? They'll take it right after it's delivered. They'll take it. They'll run tests on it. So you don't. Right. You don't just grab it right You know away. what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. And once they run their tests, they'll do all their, what, well, I don't know, suck the. Suck suction tests and like, yeah, they just make sure all, like, it's suctioning like Everything's it good. Right. Suck the mucus out of their throat. So and they all can that. breathe. Yeah. yeah. And then you hear it cry. Then you'll, at first, you won't hear anything, or yeah, at least yeah. I did. And don't, it? don't let that freak you they out. They don't like, slap the the baby on no, the ass anymore. They don't. They don't hold him up and slap him like in the movies. <laughs> that's a, none of that shit. <laughs> you, I, when it gets to that's another thing. When it gets delivered, you're not going to just hear it. It's, it's not going to. It's not going to come out screaming. So don't expect that. Yeah. It's going to take. I don't know. Maybe. 15, 30 seconds to a yeah, minute, maybe probably before it, at you actually hear shocked. it. Right? So don't let so don't let that freak you out because it freaked me out. I don't know about you. Okay, yeah. that first moment that you were able to hold it, take me through that. Like, what was that like? like I, dude, it was just the whole. It was all surreal. Like, I don't, I don't even really specifically remember the first time I held it. Okay, you know, but I remember. I remember where I was. I remember what I was like wearing. I remember the smell of the room. Like I remember a lot of weird stuff. I'm gonna give you like the best piece of advice I can here. That's what I'm after. I don't feel like any parent, man or woman, is ever ready. Right. But once it happens, you just figure it out. You're in there. You just figure it out. Yeah. Like nobody nobody knows going into it. Don't don't let anybody fool you. Nobody knows. But you just figure it out, man. And you just it's just uh, like a a primal thing. It's just like an instinct. You know what the baby needs when it needs it. It's it's hard to explain, but I, you know I like that DJ. Yeah, you just you figure out new routines. You figure out you get used to you know them, and you can even like dis- distinguish like a hungry cry from a you know my belly's hurting cry. Like you just you just figure it out as you go. I uh I still struggle with that. Like I don't know. The specific cry, I still don't know that. I mean, I I could just be, you know, <laughs> my wife could. My wife knows that. Well, or when it was younger, but at the time, you know, it'll come out. It'll eventually cry, and then the wife will hold it. Then you'll kind of pamper it there, and then they will. Then it's like, hey, we're done here. We'll wheel you off to the next room. What is it, recovery room or whatever? And then they haul you off in there, and then it's like. Hey, you're all you're on your own type okay. of thing. It's like <laughs> yeah, like hey, we, we did our job. Like here's the kid. See, so the help, see you later. the help just <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's like, here you go. That, that's kind of what I thought. I was like, okay, it's just me and Kelsey and the baby in the room, and it's like we we don't have any. I've you can ring. A, it. You I've can been a parent him. for thirty minutes, and you <laughs> expect <laughs> you can ring them and all that, but they, that so they don't change like, the diapers. It's just like okay, that's all you. That. What what you're describing, like that's when it really hit me. Like like when they said, All right, well, you know, let us know if you need anything. We're on the curb, about to load into the car to leave. And I turned to the car oh, this and I'm is- just like, I don't even know how to strap this thing into the car seat. Like where how do I, where are the straps? How does it go? 
Do I have it? Is it tight enough? Dude, this is what I want to talk about. Like, is it tight enough? Take me through this. I mean, is the baby going to fly out? Like, I don't know. The nurse had to help us strap the kid in, like, to the the car seat. Yeah. And they had to they had to help us install the car seat because yeah. it was just sitting in the back seat. It yeah. wasn't strapped yeah. down. Dad, Dad didn't even have it installed. <laughs> I did. I you did. watch YouTube tutorials or anything? And so you get in the car and then it hits you like it's you, the baby, and the mom. And, and it's like your driving changes a hundred percent. Nobody's here to help. Did you us. take her slow? Did I take it slow? Yeah. So we we were at OSU. Yeah. And. Hour and you know, a half to get home. We to just, get home. To get home, we just jump out on the three fifteen south, yeah, and right. you know, you're basically there. Did you but, drive the speed limit, dude. I made like three or four. I'm not even shitting. I made like three or four wrong turns. <laughs> we ended up in downtown Columbus somehow, and I was just like, I was looking in the rearview mirror the whole time, like, is right? he okay? Is he, is he you, okay? You good, is he crying? Yeah. What, 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 why is he crying? You know, like while, trying to watch out for all the traffic. Yeah. Like you think you're an anxious driver. Oh now. fuck! Just dude. wait, dude. Did you she, might you might want to have somebody drive you home. No, yeah. no joke. No she, joke. Did she ride in the back seat? Did she? Yeah. I don't think so. Did I think it? she sat up front with me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I want right. to talk. I want to talk about the umbilical cord. Okay. Yeah, that's a great point, Buck. <laughs> Let's talk about that. <laughs> what is that whole process? Okay, uh, okay, baby was delivered, and obviously it's still attached, and before the nurses take him to do the test that we talked about, breathing, all that, yeah, yeah we got to cut the cord. So once it's delivered, I ran over, like, you know, to cut the cord, and it's like, no, no, the, the doctor said, no, stay right there. And then, you know, they told me where to cut, and that's where I cut it. So I, I was like running over, like I was like, <laughs> you was you was getting to get to there. Yeah, I was you're, point. you're trying to circumcise him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just I I didn't know. It's just like, dude, just it was like just stand. Calm there. down. Just... We will we will tell you where to cut it. Okay, okay. so you <laughs> were just like, ready to cut. I was anything. like running around. I, I was going to cut it myself. <laughs> like somebody give like, me a machete. <laughs> <laughs> cut some bamboo down so, here. Yeah. So that was the situation. No, are they left-handed or right-handed scissors? Because I got issues with my right hand, and I can't cut it. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to fuck whatever it is. It's it's really tough to cut. I mean, you're gonna have to do buck. Hopefully, you're not right-handed. Dude. I don't know if you're gonna be able to. What do you mean? I don't think you're gonna be able to. I thought that to, was the main point of be, becoming a to, father was cutting the umbilical cord. You're gonna have to use both hands, brother. Like, like no, I, th- think? I I don't. I think he's gonna be too squeamish. Is what I'm saying. No, I think he can do it. Uh, he's not going to puss out, dude. He can do it for sure. I know he can. There's going to be times where there's nurses going to look at me and think, uh, we need to tend to me more than Haley. So I know, but you can do it. I, I know you can. I'll they, say, I'll say this. Like, they, I got the scissors before it was delivered. I want the, like they asked me if I wanted to cut it. Like did they ask you the brand? I want the sharpest scissors you have. <laughs> you, Left-handed. Like give me I, those, give me those Fiskers. Yeah. <laughs> they, they asked me if I wanted to cut it. So they gave me the scissors in advance before it was delivered. So I was ready. And that's why I ran around. To like you cut put, Dude, that you was put the them? worst mistake Where'd they ever did them? was give you them fucking scissors. Over <laughs> there cutting fucking snowflakes out and shit. Where'd what you put them? Before we move on, what I'll say is like beforehand, you guys both should like Google image search what an umbilical cord looks like. That way you won't be freaked out by it when you see it. Okay. It's really cool looking. Like it's like it's like spiraled. And Spiral, yep. it's like bluish. Color, I might puke. It's kind of colorful. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's cool looking. 
Like really? They, it, uh, that's that's what keeps the baby alive, correct? That's, it, that's its lifeline. That's its lifeline. So whatever the mother eats or that is it. It comes like the umbilical cord runs to the placenta. So you yeah. look at yourself in the mirror and you see your belly button, 33 years old. That is what kept you alive. Yeah. Yeah. Basically, the, yes. The placenta. Like, I never seen that come out. Yeah. yeah, you guys know about that? Uh, I've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I've heard a lot about it. Okay, I so, haven't heard a lot about it, but I, if they catch it or not. If they don't catch it, they said it could be a nightmare. Like the sound. Yeah, I wouldn't worry too much about it. You're going to well, be... It's the noises? This is, so the placenta is just the sac inside the womb that the baby gets all its nutrients right, from. Right, But like once the baby's born... The placenta has to come out also, yeah. so that is kind of it's not as bad, but like the the woman usually still has contractions until the placenta also is out. Right, and that's I never, just something that, you got to be aware of. That whole process, I never seen that, yeah. and t- they took it and put it in a tray and all that, but because oh you were too busy a, trying to cut Jones's hair, his first haircut. Uh, this you might dig tray, this, but like they say, say that. they say because the placenta <laughs> contains so many nutrients, it's put like it in milkshakes that you can like have the placenta made into like capsules. Yeah, they say you can do if all kind of weird to. shit with that. Like, is that is that a, like really really good for? Is that a like a, a form of milkshake, spinal genetics type shit. I don't know, like T cells and all just that. Just don't yeah. do it. I don't know. Just leave it be. Leave it on the tray. Don't fucking do anything. No idea. With it. I mean, I would. I wouldn't care if Haley took it home and started making milkshakes out of it. That's disgusting. Anyways, I wanted. I dude, I've got so much to get to to ask you and Troy DG. Let's get to this. You bring this baby home to sleep. Everybody says, "Hey, you're not going to get much sleep." How is it? Like, tell me the truth. When you bring this kid home and you get him in your house for the first time and you let him down in that crib and then he wakes up at 2 a.m., 1 a.m. and you go to bed at 9, whatever it is, tell me that first thought, like, is it like, fuck, never had this before. It's like an early alarm clock, right? Like, tell, take me through that process yeah. because, yeah, you know, we've never experienced that. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, like, for me... I wasn't even asleep the first time he started crying in the middle of the night. Yeah. Because I was I was already awake because at the beginning, you're so new to it. You freak, like, you freak out when they're quiet. I was about to say it like like when they're when they're really quiet, you're like, oh shit, everything. You're probably okay. laying in bed like, when's this thing gonna make a noise? Yeah. Yeah, you are. And it's just you just lay there and I mean, you might might be able to get some sleep, but I didn't, you know. But then it starts crying, and of course, you and your wife are both just like totally instinct. In like, oh, yeah, what like, we do? What we do? Oh shit! Okay, like, when did we feed it? Like, you think it's hungry? Like, we well, we just changed it two hours ago. Well, okay, well, let's try a bottle. And like, you just figure it out. Yeah, you know, you just you try this and that. But uh, but it, I'm not gonna lie to you. It sucks. Like they cry a lot. They cry every couple hours in the beginning, and and different couples handle it different ways there's different systems people have used i've heard of a a, a husband and wife going 12 hour shifts one takes 12 and then the the other one takes the next 12 and then the you know the other one sleeps like for some couples that works some like me and my wife you know we just anytime the baby needed us we both went and then when the baby slept we both slept so it's just like whatever you work out but the rumors are true you're not going to get a whole lot of sleep early on. How's the eating situation? Like you said, like how do you know 
when it's hungry or when it's not. You just kind of figure that out, you I ju- reckon. You just get a feel for it. You just get a feel for it? Yeah. You, you, you kind of mentally know when the last time they ate was, when they'll probably start getting hungry again. And so then when they start crying around that time, you're just like, okay, well, it's probably time to eat. And and at the be- beginning stages, all they do is sleep. That's they, a, right. They sleep a lot, and they don't they don't open their eyes a whole lot, right? Yeah. Like at the beginning stage, babies don't really they they can't really use their eyesight until I don't know maybe like a month. I mean, they're going to open their eyes. They, they're going to they're going to open their eyes, and they'll look like they're looking around. They're gonna, they won't be able going to recognize see. you yeah. or everything's colors or everything's a blur. What yeah. they what they will be able to recognize is your voice, though. They'll know your voice and they'll know her voice from when they were in the womb, okay. which is pretty cool. Okay. So I need to start talking a little more. Yeah, yeah. Let them hear you. I talk constantly right now. See, it, the, I'm telling you, I do. It, it, every every night before that, I go to bed, I yeah. tell them good night. That'll calm that'll I calm say, him down. You take care of your mother tonight. And you're also poking Make sure his, she sleeps. You're poking his head too. Well, you? I was also <laughs> worried about that, Troy, but my dick ain't big enough to do that. Okay. See, I, so. I, I, I I'm weirded out see yeah you i would be i would be weirded out about that no i'm talking like you might be interrupting i'm the whole process in there what you got bud you might be disrupting a little something in there listen though but like i'm not i am a very i don't know emotional individual like i cry when you know i hear a good story on espn whatever i do too i do you got a. You really do have a heart. I do have a heart. I do too. And I love crying. I <laughs> cannot find. Like Clay just said, he tells him, "Hey, take care of your mom every night." I do. I don't. I don't even acknowledge it. I know. <laughs> like, well, maybe you know. Maybe it's. It's not a really, weird. Maybe it's, it's a weird, not really hit you yet. It's a weird point right now, man. Like I'm just. You're trying to get into the mode. No, I'm not trying to. I'm in. Like it's just. It hadn't hit me. Yeah, like I mean, I can understand yeah, that. Yeah, just wait till I like all is. the shit that Haley and I have been through. I'm just still like in shock. Yeah, that you know, is this real? You're still, you're still processing. I agree. I agree 100. percent So you but hit me. You hit I me. Roll to the fact that I accepted it. Okay. Already, though. Well, I've, I mean, I've been trying to accept it for the last <laughs> two years. <laughs> right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, I got you, brother. But now you hit me to where I have been trying to show her a little more affection. To what I can't provide to her. Yeah. So tonight I'm gonna go home. I'm not gonna touch. I'm not gonna touch the belly. I can't. But I I might lean down to it and say, Hey, listen. Do it. Listen, Trust mom. Me, they love it, man. Listen, little boy. Take care of mom tonight. I'm telling you, they love it. I almost brought my wife I'm, to tears the first time I talked. I'm not. To my kids. I'm not to that I'm point. I'm telling you, they love it. It's just it's just the little things, man. It's the little things that it, do it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. Th- she might think I'm just like. She might think you're crazy the first time, but then she'll be like, oh. "No, I mean, she probably wants it absolutely." Like twelve weeks ago, yeah. like when she found out. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because she's in there with like a Doppler, checking the heartbeat, and I'm just like, "Huh, <sighs> I'm about to pass out." Yeah, <laughs> like see, my nerves get all. See, I eat it up, man. Every night before I go to bed, I'll go in there. See, we sleep in separate rooms because we got different work schedules. I wake up at 3 a.m. She don't work to, wake up till like 6.30. So we sleep in different bedrooms. So before I go to bed. When do you I, get it on? Well, Troy. <laughs> Sometimes they sleep over. Yeah. So I'll go upstairs and I'll put my head on her stomach and I'll be like, hey, you know what? Take care of your mom tonight. You know, love you. I'll 
you know, talk to you tomorrow. I talked to this baby all I mean, the time already. To man. be I'm honest, I do, I do not. I don't, and that's if, that's where no, I feel no, like no. I'm failing. No, 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 no. you're I not failing. Dude. No, I didn't do that. It, I did. It's whatever comes natural. If if it feels natural, do it. If it doesn't, don't 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 try to force it. Right. I mean, I a few times I sit there and kind of laid I'm my head the, on it and talked to it. I didn't. No, I didn't do that at 13 weeks. Well, especially not then. No, it was late, it, it, but later at on. thirteen weeks, it, it it hadn't hit me. I was just still in disbelief. I but think. The, but I think the but, only reason to hit me is like, because the way it happened. It's, I mean, it's it was a different. A, you it's know, a, it's not natural. It's a different experience for everybody. We've been everybody trying for so long, and and yeah. I just it, it just hit me different. I guess you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah. And a lot of people, we haven't even mentioned this, Buck. A lot of people don't find out they're pregnant until 10, 12, 13 weeks. Guess what? We knew at five. We had a lot of pressure too because everybody, all of our friend group, they knew like, hey, how'd your procedure go? Did right, it work? Right. Did you, it work? They they had known what they you had guys known what we were through. doing. Yeah, Same with you guys. Like the That's, that's what I'm saying. Me and Buck were different than anybody else. That's different for me though, because I'm not the female. Like I would hate to feel the pressure that she was under at that right. point. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like having to hundred percent. Everybody's having babies. Yeah. You know what? Oh, yeah. And then we're spending X number amount of money yeah. to do what we've been trying to do beforehand. Yeah, I mean, it's a lot of pressure. I'm not I'm not denying that at all. We But I am under. definitely not like you, but I respect you 110% and maybe I need to show her. No, I mean, you don't need to do it. If you, I mean, it'll hit you, brother. Trust me, it'll hit you. It'll hit you. I it, mean, it took me a minute to like, you know, accept it like, "Oh, baby, this is it." You know? And then I finally just dug in the dirt and was like, hey, I'm going to be a dad, so let's do it. Let's do this thing. And it wouldn't work. Like, it's not unnatural for you. At this point, no, but I'm going to tell you right now, I'm nervous as fuck. Dude, I'm so nervous. There's not, there's not a day I don't wake up and I'm just like, yep. am I prepared for this? See, I want to talk about this too, Troy. Like, that moment that you know is coming, like, my lifestyle, like, my lifestyle right now. We're talking podcasts, and we're talking drinking on the weekends. We're talking going out to the bars. Everything's going to change when this little guy comes. I'm going to be a homebody now, and I've accepted that. Like, I've lived my life for the last, you know, 33 years. I've had my fun. Now it's time to raise this little one. I mean, everybody, I was everybody got, like, they go through that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, you, you did it too, Troy. I, I really think that. You still can. I mean, we can have still fun. get out and have fun. I'm yeah, not yeah, saying yeah. the fun's over. I'm just saying it's it's a different kind of fun now. You know what I mean? It's not like I can pick up every Saturday like I do now and go out to lunch and drink beer and but, get, get drunk at 3 a.m. on a Saturday like I do yeah, now. You're probably gonna have to slow down a little bit, but you you so still you still will have segments where okay, we got a babysitter. Hey, we're gonna let loose tonight. Like here's, I, uh, the th- here, here's the thing though, the four of us, you know, we can bring our child all to, of to us. hang out. It's yeah. a goddamn, it's boat. a fucking pod father play date. That's what it is. Just wait till the day that they're all about five, six, seven years old, and we're recording a podcast and say, you know what, kid segment, ten minutes, and they get on these mics and they just ramble about Pokemon like, you have cards, a little- sports cards, basketball. All the girls are having crushes on. They're running around this fucking studio, wiggling the camera. We'll have it all. 
You got a little I mean, just stadium think about how fun it is. set up right there. The wives are upstairs having a wine night and the kids are running around. We're recording a podcast. I mean, just imagine that. It's going to be fun. It's unreal. It'll be. We can't handle a guy, a neighbor, mowing his fucking yard outside. <laughs> so we're still going to. We're still gonna podcast. I mean, why not, Troy? Yeah, I think <laughs> we're we ought to. We we're, we're not gonna let him listen to it. Are we really gonna be here at, at sixty-five? Yeah. No, well, Troy, we no. said eight years from now. I'm not gonna be sixty-five in eight years. At sixty-five. No, like, no, but okay, really, but will we? Will we still be here at sixty? I mean, I mean look at all. Fuck not? Look at all the shit about? we were experiencing. Will we still be alive, or will we still be <laughs> in the basement? <laughs> I'm just saying. Will we still have a podcast? At look at all the look at all the knowledge we learned. Yeah, at by, by that time, here's my prediction: by that time, we'll be the number one podcast in the universe. Oh God, eight and years from now. <laughs> Our sons and or daughters will be running the show. Yeah. We would have passed it on. Why by the fuck then. not? At we eight? won't be sipping serve no more. It'll just be the well, fucking we're 65. Bottles. We'll be a guest then. You know, I was actually thinking about <laughs> fucking changing the name. Here in a little while, we might as well just be the Podfathers. And we just talk about being dads. 100%. That sounds awesome. I bet I'm betting it's already taken. Uh, I it doubt probably it. is. Yeah. No, it but is. What it's, it, too, it's too good of a name. It is. But guess what? I don't care if it is or not. But Google. just, you know, us guys coming together every two weeks or once a month and just talking about being a dad. Hey, what happened in your life? Well, my daughter, she won a volleyball tournament and this and this happened. The referee was an asshole. You know, just, just talking about different shit. And just having a good time as fathers, drinking beer and just talking about our, you know, being a dad. So I want to be clear about this. Like, have we just become like exclusively let's talk fatherhood podcast? <laughs> no. Or is that going to be like a segment? <laughs> that or? this might be a segment. So we're going to stay true to our roots. We're going to stay true to the roots. Okay. But I but, might have a drop with like babies crying and all kind of shit. And we can just talk about being dads. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Just for like. Ten minutes a day. Ten minutes an episode. That's cool. Yeah. Just talk about being dads. Yeah, it's what what's really cool for me and probably uh, Troy too is like you know when we would come down here the four the five of us, me and TJ would talk dad stuff, but not too much because nobody was, nobody else is dads. Right, but I feel like at some point in time it was kind of awkward for you two to bring up yeah, bring it up because yeah. you knew me and Levi were struggling. Right. And I didn't, it was almost kind of felt like a sore subject. Right. I didn't, you know, right. I want to check in with them, but I didn't want to like, yeah. Hey, everybody, let's talk about kids while yeah. you guys were kind of having your issues. Exactly. But now, dude, it's just like, it's just like, let's ramble. Let's talk dad stuff. <laughs> yeah, dude. Let's talk, let's talk dad Let's jokes. be fucking dads. Let's talk white new balances. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not done yet. So there's one question that I want to ask Troy because I just feel like he would be the best answer to this question. Troy, when your wife gave birth, how long did it take for that thing to get back to normal? <laughs> Fair question, though. Uh, yeah, we. I mean, you have to take. They say six weeks, right? Six uh, weeks off for recovery. Is it six? That's what my wife told me. That sounds four, right. Four to six. She I said. She said, Clay, you're going to have to take six weeks off. Guess what I did? Bought a pocket pussy, and it's in my bedroom for them six weeks. It's yeah, in there. I mean, it's ready to roll. You already that. bought it? I already bought it. I'm that's prepared. No, Buck's been asking listen. me for fucking weeks. <laughs> that's hey, good. have you it's tried either, that thing? I said, no, either, I haven't tried it yet, but I'm your, prepared. It's either that or your hand. Listen, yeah. hey, Well, listen. guess what, Troy? Guess what? The hand gets fucking tired, tired. after six <laughs> weeks, dude. 
I need something different. Hey, listen, all these J's you got in front of us, go get that thing and put it out here. Just put it on display, yes. just so you know, six put a weeks. little illuminate light underneath of it, <laughs> and just yeah. when that six-week marker hits, yeah. just beat it the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it in a dishwasher. <laughs> do, you have to, do you have to lube it up or anything? Well, they say, well... Yeah, I kinda, spit on it, Troy. I look through, yeah. Hey, I looked through the box. Hey, hey, hey. I looked through the box. Yeah. It came with powder. <laughs> powder? Whoa. Powder? Yeah, yeah, we know a lot about powder. They said, uh, it, it says, like, after you, like, wash it and clean it after you use it. Is it enclosed on the other end? No. Kind of, but not really. It's, it's not little, reaching the other end, it's Troy. It's got it's, But what I'm saying is... They give you a powder, so if you clean it, you got to powder it back up to keep that latex form. Because if it's just water, it'll eat it up. It eats that latex. <laughs> that's a lot of upkeep, dude. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. That's high maintenance you got piece of equipment. <laughs> I, think, I think I'll just use my hand. <laughs> well, I tell you, back when I was younger. powder it down. Hang back, on, honey. I can't, I can't eat supper right now. I got to powder, powder down down here. <laughs> Well, it's me like and Buck were, of a fucking ball glove. Me and Buck, when we were younger, we both got experiences with these because we bought them. At a and young age? At a young age. I mean, we were 24. Oh, fuck, we wasn't that fucking old. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We was probably 18, 19. We tried these things out. He decided, you know what? My name's cleaned up. It, it's it's pretty beat. <laughs> he put the fucker it's pretty in. Beat. He I put, like that terminology. He, he put the fucker in the fucking dishwasher. The dishwasher of all things. You're not supposed to do that. The heat and stuff will eat that latex up. It came out. It looked like a fucking <laughs> like a volcano. Like a grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like a fucking anthill. Dude, it melted all over that. It, yeah, it looked like a volcano inside the fucking dishwasher dude it was unreal oh yeah the funniest thing though is phyllis she asked me what the what the fuck is this you got a 74 year old grandma asking you what the fuck is this and you gotta try to dishwasher. she was getting it she was unloading the dishwasher dishwasher and there's a fucking melted pocket pussy on the left (laughs) the fuck you supposed to do with that (laughs) yeah Yeah. oh does it actually light up no, dude. This, this is, is a fucking no, disco. No, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, it's you're, called the fleshlight. Right? No, you're talking about a fleshlight. I'm talking about a pocket pussy. Oh, it's yeah. different. You can you can get pocket pussy based off. I don't think deep I, I don't think star. I know what a what a pocket pussy looks it like. Is, I don't think I could pick one out of a It's a fleshlight, but it's molded. It's to a replica. A, it's a porn star's replica. So it's if you molded. have a if you so have what's a, a favorite, so per- what's a fleshlight? It's just it's just the same thing. But it's not molded after their private parts. It looks like a flashlight. It looks like a flashlight, and it lights up and stuff, and you're just having fun with it. This one is actually molded. This light. one, it's more than just fun. It's it, it's, it's passionate. <laughs> well, <laughs> the fun part is is try to like to stick the flashlight or pour like the pocket pussy in the where you're not touching it. That's that's the game changer. If you can if you can put it somewhere where you're not touching it. How the fuck do you do that? Do That's, you fuck like, up? Do like, you hump a wall? No, no. I mine know. was like, mine was in so between mine was on. in between the bed and the closet. The real question is. <laughs> the real question is. So, so you, I know what you did. You squeeze it in beside the, the yeah. mattress and the wall or whatever. Yeah. You were just humping it like it was. A, I wasn't holding it. 
You do not want to hold the pocket. Jesus Christ. Real question is, have you used it yet? No, no, I told him it's brand new. I can go get it. It's still in the package. I can show you guys. Because your wife's still fresh. No, right she now. knows. She knows. Yeah. I told her, I said, hey, you know what? For that time when it comes, and she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure you'll have fucking fun with that. She wasn't happy about it. But. I mean, I mean come on, bro. Yeah, that's what I said. Or I like, said, you want me to go six weeks? If she knows, it's not <laughs> cheating. It's Exactly. No, she's happy with it. She's all right. She's like, well, as long as you can take care of yourself in them six weeks, and you're fucking not bugging me. But back to that, I mean, they're in pain. I mean that that's yeah. a lot of that's a lot of uh, yeah uh, trauma. trauma. So how trauma, long did trauma. it take for her to get back to normal? Let's just answer that question. I, that's probably about right. Six weeks, probably right. Six weeks. Okay, that's what I mean. That's what the doctors but say. The thing did you is, agree with that? But the yeah. thing is, when they're at that point, it's still tender. I don't know when that so is. So not going to yeah, say yeah, yeah, you yeah. can't be going in you there fucking railing. You can't be just pounding. You really got it. You really got to ease in. Ease okay. back in. Yeah. So when you guys both had boys, they the rumor is that they piss on you. The wieners get wild. It's like a sprinkler. We could just be blessed, my wife and I. We don't really have a bucking bronco. We got more of a, uh, a mature donkey. He's not really flipping and flopping every which way. I I've never been pissed on. By my son. Really? Ever. What about I, you, Troy? I think my yeah. wife maybe's only been pissed on twice. Okay. She's, she just he's didn't just know what was big, coming. He's just not a big he's not a big wet work guy. We we've been we were trying to change him and in the process, he's obviously pissed on us a couple of times. Um but I do remember he was fresh out of the womb, so it was like day one and we're changing his butt and changing his diaper. And it's really a dark poop. It's a tar. Tar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tar. And we're changing him. And it's like, oh, shit. It's like a waterfall out of that. We changed him, right? We're getting ready to put a new diaper on. He's still shitting. It's just shitting. Just constant. Oh, God. <laughs> like, That's when I puke. Yeah. Does it stink? No, not at that point. Okay. No, he's... Shit don't stink at that point. It's just fright. It's frightening. The shit really doesn't start stinking bad until they start eating like real something like real food. Okay. But it's just baby food. You're you're good. But yeah, the whole milk and stuff. No, that's a great. I'm just want to say this. This is a great parenting rule of thumb. If you smell shit, don't change them right right that second. You know, wait a while. Really? Yeah, because because of the story he it, just it told. might just keep coming. You might be changing them mid shit, and that's that's a mess. <laughs> that's, that's not good. Yeah. So how do you, how, do you how do you check? How do you check? You lift him up, and then well, you can smell it. I mean, even when it doesn't. But if he's not eating bad. baby food or anything yet, like how do you know that they cry? Obviously. I mean, well, then you're fucked. <laughs> Don't tell us that, DG. You can check the. You guys are making just fucking peek, horrible. Just peek in He's, the diaper. Well, I've seen a lot of people just peek in the back. You know, they'll bend them over on their arm and they'll peek in the back and like, oh yeah, he's got a little poopy in there. My wife likes the back peek, but I've always, I've always, just I need, sniff. I need to get a good look. I need to check for myself because there might be one hiding under his nugget pouch that she can't see. You see, so I like to get it off of there. I like to scope it all out. Nugget, like an eagle's yeah. eye view. I've never heard that nugget pouch. I like that. That's his ball sack. That's uh, a big yeah, old. I like ball it. Sack. Nugget, nugget pouch. I like it. Okay, so let's get into the future here a little bit. I know you guys are separated in some way, living in different locations, but 
let's just say we all four have boys. Isn't there some part in your mind or heart that just wants to bring them all together and raise them together and say, hey, let's just all be coaches? Because, you know, at least for me and you, DG, our, our dads coached together for a long fucking time. Wouldn't you just want to do that too? Bring yeah. them together, play yeah. on the same T-ball team, raise them up in the, you know, C-ball, B-ball, A-ball, come through high school together. I know you guys live 30 minutes away, Troy. You want to go to the rival school. I'm not even going to mention what school that is. You want your kid to go there. But I'm just saying, wouldn't it be cool to have them all come together? I mean, I didn't say I mean, we're all I dads. To live. I mean, we, I just, we can all, it was a nice location. We can all be... <laughs> You know, in the stands together or coaches, whatever it is, and we can just cheer these kids on their whole life. Like, DG, is there any part of you that ever thinks of, like, coming back home for this? Well, I, that's cro- that, that thought's crossed my mind many, many times, and it has for, like, years, since, like, we were in high school. If you ever it's wanted like, a state championship so bad that you would breed a team— God damn, we're bringing that. That would be badass, man. I mean, we're doing it. We're not far off right we're here. We're doing it. We got, we're going to have max like a two-year age gap. Yeah. From <laughs> oldest to youngest. Because Callum and Jones is the same, same grade Pretty probably. Pretty much. Yeah. And they'll be, a, they'll be roughly two years older. You guys than, will be yeah. seniors. We'll be sophomores. sophomores. Yeah. That's a, that's a state champ. No, I, I mean, I'm not saying state champ. It, it would be, I, it'd just be fun. It, dude, it'd be so much fun. It'd be so much fun to like watch them grow you know, together, play their junior high ball in the same gym we played our junior conference, high ball in. and just yeah. play all the same teams. Has it crossed your mind? Because I know you live oh, I would thirty-five minutes away from the I would studio. Love it. Like I would absolutely love it, but it's just not reality. not practical. Yeah, it's just not where we're at. It's know? not practical. Yeah, but but what's cool is you know like we'll still be in the area. Hell. <laughs> 16 years from now, your sons potentially might be playing mine right. in, a, in a you know non-conference basketball game or yeah. something. Like that's yeah. going to be a blast. Here's a fun thing though: is if it's four boys, look, those four boys are going to be doing a podcast 20 years from now. Best friends, they, they'll be doing this one. Man. I mean, you're telling me that they're not going to be like literal, like blood brothers. I, I, I. I'm gonna say this. I foresee a lot of like, uh, like father son trips. Let's go on vacation. Okay, so let's get into that, Troy. <laughs> Dad trips, vacations. I feel like us guys all growing kids up at the same time, we could get a big ass vacation house. I could sleep like 15 to 20, and we could all take our families together. That'd be so much yeah. fun with and all I'm, the kids. And I'm all, all about us dads, I'm the moms, all about cutting costs. Oh, I'm not talking about cutting costs, Troy. I'm just talking about going on vacations. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Well, I like, like how to, fun would I like that be? To save a little. All the kids together, you know, having fun on the beach, yeah. building sandcastles, doing boogie boarding. Us guys are just up there drinking. You know, what I mean, we're, we're already we're, cl- we're already close. Right. Like, this is this is close as you could probably be as a friendship. But uh, if you would have added us, the five of us going on a trip to Myrtle Beach at age five. Together, six, and all of our moms and dads there yeah. too. Wild, wild times. Knock it out. What but, kind of hellions could that? But I'm just saying I talk, I, that could be an every year thing. We could I, switch. We could go to Myrtle Beach. We could go to Florida. We could go to 
Hilton Head. Hilton, Hilton Head. Yeah. yeah. You know, that we could take a mountains trip one one time. But the thing Sarasota. is, Sarasota. But again, I think we have something that other friendships don't have. They like, don't. Like we have a friendship that just don't carry on like it's, we do. Right. I also want to talk about this, Troy. The vacation thing was a great thought, and I really want to do that. But how about we make a, and we might even do it this year or the next year. Probably next year would be the best time. A blood pact? Well, it's kind of like that. Oh. But just a Christmas trip. Like one Friday and Saturday, we just all take off as dads. We go stay in some big city. We get a hotel, and all we do is Christmas shop. But that's what we tell our wives. But we'll hit the bars. We'll fucking hit the strip clubs. And we'll do some Christmas shopping that time as well. God but, damn it, I miss those strip clubs. Like, it's a guy's weekend. Like, hey, babe, what toy do they need this year? Well, you just told them. We'll pick you it just, up. You just, told them about, you just told them about the ammo. It's all right. I'm Don't out. worry about no. it. It's all right. <laughs> but during that weekend, we're going to live it up. But we're also going to come back with every toy that that boy or girl needs for that Christmas. Guys trip, count me in. I think it's good for the soul. What do you think about like just going into like malls or Walmarts or wherever, Targets, and just searching for that one toy? Turbo Man. Jingle all the way. Jingle all the way. Corey K hit it. They're looking for that Turbo Man. Think about a dad's trip. And Christmas, Christmas vacation when he goes in there, he's you know, feeling a little nipply. Right, you're the looking lingerie. for your, you're yeah. looking for the wife or the little lingerie. You're looking for that Christmas present. But you're talking That's about that. you're talking about like the perfect gift for your kid. Yeah, yeah. but also you're you're shopping <laughs> for the wife as well. Shopping for his wife, over. But you, you know what I mean? Yourself. Like we're just going up there just a Christmas shop. Oh, I see. I but see. also get drunk and you know have a little fun at the same time. But it's just a guys trip, annual guys trip. It's a good time. We're all best friends. Let's just start that tradition. That's the positive. Together. That's the positive. The other half can't say no. So I'm saying we're going Christmas they shopping. They cannot say no to that. Give us the credit card. We'll take care of it. I like it. I mean, I think I'd be perfect. I think we ought to book the Red Roof Inn. <laughs> Red Roof Inn. Where's that at? Columbus. Downtown uh, Columbus. Downtown Columbus, brother. You've never been there? We've stayed there a couple uh, times. Absolutely have. Maybe one time. I've stayed there like two or three times at least. I I really think we need to go to Vegas. If for all, a Christmas gift trip, <laughs> how are we going? We're gonna, that's going to be. A, how the gonna fuck are we going to pull that off? We're going to have to FedEx a lot of gifts back, man. Or I guess we could have like order them and have them delivered. I don't know. We can get into logistics later. All right. I know everybody's wondering, what's the future of the sip and serve. At this point, I really don't know. I'm getting text messages, Facebook messages. Where are you guys at? What happened? Is this thing done? Are you guys done? Did you quit? No. You know what? We didn't fucking quit. We're all still here. We just took a little bit of a break. And I'm going to tell you, DG, that break was good for the soul. Because I'm not going to lie to you. I mean, thinking of shit to talk about, Every fucking week for an hour and a half, you know, an hour, whatever it was, it took a toll on me, man. I don't, I don't know how you did it every week. To be honest, it was really impressive. And to hear how much time you were putting in every single week. No, I mean it was at least. I mean we're talking eight hours. I mean that's just at the least. That's a part time job. 
Absolutely. That is a part-time job. Absolutely. I mean, and, he was doing a full-time job as he was doing his full-time and job. And we're not talking like working about, two jobs. And we're not talking about, you know, we're not getting paid for that shit either. It'd be different, you know. But anyway, DG, what do you what do you think the right thing to do with the podcast is in the future? Because, you know, it's just going to change. It's going to change a lot. I think we just should uh, just play it by ear. Play it by ear. Yeah. And... You're the driving force behind this podcast, and I think uh, it's reasonable to expect there to be weeks where you don't have the time. You got other stuff going on. Yeah. You're putting together cribs and you know dressers, and you're you're painting rooms and stuff. You know, so like there's gonna be weeks where you just probably can't do it. And I would say, don't don't overextend yourself. I've had a lot of people come to me and say, "Hey, we love the podcast." We love what you guys are doing. I know what you're expecting in the future. What do you think about every other week, two times a month? Just get your guys together two times a month. I feel like it wouldn't be that hard to schedule it out to where to where we can make it two times a month. I could be here once a month. I, I definitely could get, get that approved. <laughs> okay, Troy. That's part of it. Well, I'm glad that I'm glad to have you. But you know what I mean? Like everybody's just like, we just want something, man. Don't stop doing what you're doing. We love what you guys are doing. That's what I keep hearing. The feedback. And I just don't want to just quit on people. Everybody thought, you know, these past two months that we just quit on them. But man, yeah. it's been fucking hard. No, I hear you, dude. It's a grind, dude. I could totally understand where you want to kind of back back off a little bit but still you know put out something regularly for people to have fun listening that's kind of what i want to do like i'm not saying like from here on out it's going to be every week i'm not saying that i'm not going to guarantee it but if we can make it happen of course i would love to do one every week i think i think you should just kind of play it by ear we're going to play it by ear. you know i think whatever we do whatever you decide you know i think we should definitely communicate that with sipping squad and absolutely make sure they're in the in the loop so they can know when when to expect the next absolutely buck how are you feeling what do you think about the future of sipping serve man growing up i was always told quantity over quality you know the nastiest bitch you can get fantastic Add that number up. But when it comes to podcasting, I feel like the quality is well over quantity. So if you want to do one at one every, you know, one month, bangers is where it's at. To be honest with you, if you're a listener right now, I can't tell you when the next episode is going to come out. I can't say see you next week anymore because I don't know if it's going to be next week. We'll see you guys sometime. Love y'all. Wait, 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 wait. Forgot this. What are we waiting on? <laughs> Come on in, kids. It's time ah. for the Sipunary Word of the Week. Today's word is... Guys. We're lobstering. Ro- we're definitely rusty. Lobstering. What is it? Lobstering. Lobster? Lobster ing. I N G. Yep. D G any thoughts? Yeah, it's when two people have sex and they're both like very, very sunburnt. 
That's a good one. Now, I like DG's comment on that. Lobstering, when I think you kind of say lobster, you think you're like burnt. Like, yeah. hey, I forgot the sunscreen. I'm I'm like red, I'm burnt, like I'm lobstered. So it's a good analogy. So I'm going to go along with that. So you're going with the same thing. You're not giving a guess. <laughs> yeah, I you agree. Yeah, I agree okay. with uh, DG. Okay, well, lobstering is when you jerk someone off while you have an oven mitt on. What? <laughs> you, you jerk some off when what? You have an oven mitt on. Think oven about the mitt. oven mitt. So, like, is that more practical to think, cook? Think about the oven mitt, Troy. <laughs> it looks like a lobster hand. No. Yeah. DG gets it. So you're roasting, and as you're roasting, you're just, you know, cooking dinner at lobster, yeah. It's just the, it's the mitt, Troy. It's the mitt. Be, does it have to be in the kitchen? DG got the bag. <laughs> <laughs>